I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burr, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app. You're listening to a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. This year, on 26th January, the Supreme Court of India will complete its 70th year of existence. Wow, you've become old, Supreme Court. Hello, I'm Murli Krishnan from Hindustan Times. I've been reporting from the court for the past seven years, and I welcome you to join me in celebrating its 70th birthday. Happy 70th Supreme Court is a 13-episode series about the court and its history. So, this might feel like birthday bumps, but only friends can give birthday bumps, right? Since it's your birthday, let's get into the good, bad and ugly of who you are. But before I get into specifics, let me start by introducing you. By the way, you should know that when I type your name in Google, one of the questions that pop up is, how many Supreme Courts are there in India? As if one of you wasn't enough. Anyway, guys, you should know why our birthday boy deserves this kind of attention. Well, to begin with, he has passed crucial orders affecting the political landscape of the country. Off the top of my head, I can think of the 2G and Colgate cases which made national headlines day in and day out. More recently, he even dislodged governments in Maharashtra and Karnataka through his orders. Similarly, his judgments in commercial matters have sealed the fate of big companies and affected markets. All this means that he's under the constant gaze of the public and the political class round the year and he's quite a star. So, how was our dear friend Supreme Court born? The answer is Article 124 of the Constitution of India. It says, There shall be a Supreme Court of India consisting of a Chief Justice and seven judges. The article also empowers the Parliament to increase the strength of the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court actually started functioning on January 28, 1950, that is, two days after the constitution came into force. His birthday was celebrated in the Chamber of Princes in the Indian Parliament. What is interesting is that when he was baptized, he did not even have a home of his own. He functioned from the Parliament building for eight whole years. But in 1958, he eventually got a beautiful single dome structure at Tilakmark, which has been his home ever since. Coming to the judges, when the Supreme Court started functioning, it had only six judges, though it had a sanctioned strength of eight. As the work of the court increased and areas of cases began to accumulate, the parliament increased the number of judges. It steadily rose from the original eight in 1950 and currently it stands at 34. Of course, it takes a village to raise a child and the Supreme Court has had 247 judges, including the 33 seating judges till date. The current Chief Justice S.A. Bobde is the 47th Chief Justice of India. Supreme Court judges serve till they attain the age of 65 years. The procedure to be followed for the appointment of judges to Supreme Court has been a very, very contentious issue. But that is a discussion for another episode. Now, coming to the qualifications to be a judge. Well, the Supreme Court has set pretty high standards there. A person to become a Supreme Court judge 
should be an Indian citizen and he or she must have served as a judge of any high court for at least 5 years or must have been an advocate in any high court for at least 10 years. Justice P.N. Bhagwati, a former Supreme Court judge, in an interview to Time magazine in 1996 said, The Supreme Court of India today is the most powerful court in the world. Why? Because nowadays Indians are less likely to rely on politicians for redressal of their grievances than on Supreme Court. Supreme Court has a wide variety of powers. It hears appeals from high courts and tribunals. This is called appellate jurisdiction. This is reaffirmed by Article 142 of the Constitution. The Supreme Court is the final appellate court in the country, which means when he says, "Keh diya na, bas, keh diya," he actually means it. The Supreme Court also exercises what is called original jurisdiction. This power is derived from Article 32 of the Constitution, which allows a person to directly approach the Supreme Court in case of violation of his fundamental rights by the government. Now, all of you might have heard about public interest litigation. It is a petition in which a party who is not directly affected by the actions or omissions of the government is allowed to approach the court. This is done on behalf of the public at large or on behalf of parties who are affected but are not capable of approaching the court. Thus, petitions are filed in court to enforce rights of payment dwellers, old and disadvantaged sections of the society, etc. who do not have the means to conduct court cases another category of cases which are dear friend hears is cases between two or more states and between central government and states here the supreme court has exclusive jurisdiction let us now talk about judicial review what is judicial review it is a power by which the court can examine any law made by the parliament and strike it down if it is unconstitutional striking down section 377 of indian penal code and practice of triple talaq are some such instances since the supreme court decides validity of actions of the executive and the laws passed by the parliament the constitution seeks to ensure the independence of supreme court judges in various ways a judge of the supreme court can be removed on the ground of proven misbehavior or incapacity however there's a lengthy and rigorous procedure prescribed for such removal by the way till date no judge of supreme court has been removed from office well A birthday boy is also quite an angrezi babu. The proceedings of the Supreme Court are conducted in English only. This means that all paperwork filed in the court as well as arguments before judges have to necessarily be in English. I think I have pulled a birthday boy's leg enough at least for now. In the next episode, I will start by explaining the journey of the court beginning with an important judgment rendered by the Supreme Court in its initial years and the impact of that judgment. Mm, things might get a little less magnanimous. If you wish for me to discuss any of Supreme Court's ruling or if you just have a message for him on his birthday, tweet to me at Legal Journalist. You can also show your love for this podcast by liking, sharing and following us on HT Smartcast. We are ever present on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Until next time, this is Murli signing off. This was a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast. I'm Annie Apple and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series Raising April. It's the most intimate sports related conversations you will hear. Each week we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, 
Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app.